Hello St. Luke, this is Monsignor Shadle with Monsignor's Musings for Friday, September 23rd. I want to thank our sponsor for today, Parishioner Tim O'Brien. Uh, Tim helps folks with uh, commercial real estate uh, for tenants. He works for Cressa, C-R-E-S-A. So if you have a need for commercial real estate uh, transactions of some kind, give Tim O'Brien a call. 317-590-1033. That's 317-590-1033. Thank you, Tim O'Brien, for sponsoring this and all of our communications here at St. Luke. By the way, Tim was the bingo caller last Friday at the Bingo Bash. And if you ever want to hear jokes that are worse than my jokes, uh, ask, ask Tim for some of his jokes. Huh. I thought I would talk today, and I've done this before, about the saint of the day. You know, um, having visited Rome many times and lived there, um, you know, I might say, who do you think is the most popular saint in Rome? And I'm judging this by uh, all these, you can imagine, uh, shops that sell religious articles and the, the articles they have in the window on display, statues, and so on. Is it St. Peter, St. Paul? No. Is it even our Blessed Virgin Mary? No. St. Joseph? No. A boy among the Romans, the most popular saint is today's saint, St. Padre Pio. He's a very popular saint. In fact, when Pope John Paul II canonized Padre Pio in June of 2002, it was one of the largest canonization uh, ceremonies in history. And more than 300,000 people went out. And in that day, it was very hot. It's very hot in, in June in Rome. And it was blistering heat that day. And they filled up St. Peter's Square and the nearby streets. And they heard uh, St. John Paul II praise this new saint on that day for his prayer and charity. He also, at the canonization ceremony, uh, stressed Padre Pio's witness to the power of suffering if accepted with love, and uh, John Paul II stressed that such suffering can lead to a privileged path of sanctity. I'm not sure we all want to go that route, but many people have turned to this uh, Italian Franciscan to intercede with God on their behalf. In fact, John Paul II did the same thing. In uh, 1962, when he was still an archbishop in Poland, he wrote to Padre Pio and asked him to pray for a Polish woman who had throat cancer. And within two weeks, that woman was cured of her life-threatening throat cancer. Well, Padre Pio, he grew up in a family of farmers in southern Italy. But twice, though, his dad went to Jamaica, New York to work to get some money. But anyway, at 15, uh, Young Francisco was his name at the time. He joined the Franciscans and took the name of Pio, P-I-O. That's Italian for pious. So his patron saint is Saint Pius. He was ordained a priest and was later drafted during World War I, but he was discovered to have TB, so he was discharged. And uh, in 1917, he was assigned to the Franciscan friary at San Giovanni Rotondo, which is about 75 miles from the city of Bari. Bari's on the Adriatic, and that's where the popular St. Nicholas lived. 
But anyway, in um, this month, in 1918, uh, Father Pio, Father Pius, was making his Thanksgiving after Mass, and he had a vision of our Lord. And when he had the vision, when it was over, he had the stigmata on his hands, his feet, and side. That means he had the wounds of Christ from the cross in his hands, on his feet, and on his side. And his whole life became more complicated after that. Um, medical doctors, church authorities, they all wanted to see him. And uh, Padre Pio, because he attracted such crowds and chaos, he was not allowed to celebrate Mass publicly or hear confessions. He didn't complain, complain but soon that was reversed. And he, he rarely left the Franciscan friary after receiving the stigmata. But busloads of people soon began coming to see him. And each morning he had Mass at 5 o'clock in a crowded church. He'd hear confessions until noon, took a break to bless the sick. And then every afternoon he would hear confessions in his confessional ministry, which would eventually take 10 hours a day. It got to the point where people wanting to go to confession had to take a number, like you do at the license branch. They had to take a number so they could be handled. And many of them said that Padre Pio even knew the details of their lives that they had never mentioned. I'm not real sure that I, I would be real keen on going to confession to Padre Pio in light of that. But anyway, uh, the saintly Padre Pio saw Jesus in the sick and suffering. And uh, after he urged it to happen, a very uh, fine hospital was built near the friary. It's called the House for the Alleviation of Suffering, and it has 300 beds. There's a lot of people who have reported cures that they believe they received because of the intercession of Padre Pio. And those who assisted at his masses came away edified. Curiosity seekers, they were simply very moved. And sometimes they say, even like St. Francis, uh, people would come and try and cut away pieces of Padre Pio's habit so they could have a souvenir or a relic. And so, there's a lot of stories that go around about Padre Pio. Unscrupulous people several times tried to uh, circulate prophecies that they said originated from him. But in reality, Padre Pio never made any prophecies about world events. He never gave an opinion on all that he felt belonged to the church authorities to decide. Now, today's his feast day, September 23rd. He was, um, he died in 1968. And as I said, he was canonized a saint on uh, June 16th of 2002. So that's 20 years ago he was canonized. We have a statue of Padre Pio in the back of our church. He's wearing his Franciscan habit, and you notice he's pictured he's got gloves on his hands. Those gloves covered up the bleeding wounds, the stigmata that he received from our Lord, and which, of course, caused much controversy. So that's a bit about today's Saint, Saint Padre Pio. Pray for his intercession for your needs, especially when you suffer or you want to pray for others who do suffer. St. Padre Pio, pray for us. Well, I'm thinking about it. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to St. Meinrad. St. Meinrad's a Benedictine Arch Abbey in southern Indiana, about 150 miles south. It's near uh, 
oh, it's near Holiday World, Santa Claus Land, and all that. But anyway, uh, that's where I went to seminary, and most of us priests went to seminary. It's a very beautiful place. If you'd like to take a drive down there, I'm mentioning this because our Father J. Raj, our associate pastor, uh, has to be down there Monday afternoon to participate in a week-long seminar. So I'm saying if you'd like to give a ride, drive Father J. Raj down to St. Meinrad on Monday, this coming Monday, uh, you'd probably have to leave about mid-morning. Uh, I think he would greatly appreciate it. So if you want to you be a driver and visit the beautiful St. Meinrad, um, here's your chance. That's uh, this coming Monday. Uh, shoot me an email or call the parish office if you'd like to volunteer to drive Father J. Raj to St. Meinrad. In the meantime, let's continue to trust in the providence which so far has never failed us. May Almighty God bless you all, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.